And the Lifetime Achievement Award for stage acting goes to... Her. It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, where the names have been changed not to protect the innocent, but because we don't know them all. I'm Brady. It's Thursday, December 8th. Today in 1660, for the first time, a woman took to the stage in England performing a role in a production of Shakespeare's Othello. We know she was a trailblazer. We know she was a pioneer. We just don't know who she was. Let's back up a bit to explain. In 1660, public theaters were only beginning to reopen. They'd essentially been closed during the rule of Oliver Cromwell. Before then, with only a few exceptions, all stage acting in England had been done by men. Any women characters would be played by smaller or younger male actors in the company, or maybe by a page. The new king, Charles II, had been living in exile in France, where actresses were common. So when the theaters reopened, he was fine with women performers. Some researchers have suggested the king actually wanted to focus his male gaze on the ladies. Some have also said it was aimed at discouraging cross-dressing among men and, by extension, gayness. Or it could have just been that he and theater producers thought adding women to the cast would be good for business. Whatever the reasons, it was such a big change that the theater company had one of the actors read a special prologue to note that Desdemona would be played by an actual woman. Quote, no man in gown or page in petticoat. But which actual woman? That we don't know. No one seems to have written her name down, but researchers say it was likely one of two women. One was Anne Marshall, about whom we know only really that she was good at comedy and dramatic roles. The other was Margaret or Peg Hughes. She was famous and glamorous and possibly a little infamous. It was said she may have been the mistress of a member of the royal family. Whoever it was up on stage, she opened some big doors for women actors. Critics had thought acting was something respectable women shouldn't be doing. But these early women actors won over the public. In just a decade before they started regularly appearing on stage in England, playwrights were writing roles specifically for women to play. There were even performances that had all-female casts. And you can learn more about whoever it was that helped make all that happen at CoolWeirdAwesome.com. Coming up, we're off to Never Neverland. Sort of. That's after this. The reviews are in. Cool Weird Awesome is a non-stop thrill ride of excitement that will leave you on the edge of your seat, says Brady from Cool Weird Awesome. Look, we could use some real reviews. Because reviews can help more people like you find our show and enjoy it. So write your reviews on Apple Podcasts or leave us a rating on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for helping this show grow. And if you want to call us the most most ambitious ambitious crossover crossover event event in history, history, go ahead. Welcome back. Today in 2013, Metallica played a show in Antarctica that made them the first band to play on all seven continents. They performed for an hour inside a small dome with an audience of scientists and a few winners of a contest in South America. I'm Brady, and they called the show Freeze Em All. Thanks for listening, and come back again tomorrow for more Cool Weird Awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.